episode, Andy is joined by Joe and Amy of Smart Wrestling Fan Podcast. Welcome to the Road Home from Wrestling interview. Here in my car, I go safest of all, I can lock on my doors, it's the only way to live in cars. Well, tonight I'm being joined by two of my favorite people that I've never met, um, and uh, we have my old pal, Joe Negron, and we also have Amy, Executive Moonbeam of the uh, Smart Wrestling Fan Podcast. How are you guys doing tonight? Wow. Hello. Thank you for not saying that I'm old. <laughs> You're cruising for a cruising already. That- well... That's that's oh, kind of a uh, that's one of these yep. things is you know I me and Joe have a pretty good relationship as far as like you know he does you know and and this is a blue you uh, you know interview so you can say whatever you want okay um, but I, you know I, thank you you only shit on me every once in a while but Amy shits on me on the reg so what what's going on Amy what's that the problem you're here? popular that means you you're hip with the kids that's what that means is that. Is that what that so means, you're saying Amy? You have a really good relationship with the guy who did not get back to you to do this interview. <laughs> That's true. That's true. What, Joe? What? What's that all about? What happened? I'm, sometimes I forget things. Other times I forget to do things. Other times I just forget. I'm just forgetful. Well, I think that you were busy playing with your Monchichi. Is that maybe a possibility? This is a blue show. Yeah, Monchichi is a euphemism, and I don't appreciate it. But also, do they still sell Monchichi? I appreciate I your Monchichi. Yeah, I know you do. Can I, can I go into the store and buy an actual Monchichi doll? Probably. Like still? Yeah. To this day? Or do you I'm going to go say like, yes. Do you have to go to like the Cracker Barrel to get one? Because that's the place where Ooh. you go get toys, the Cracker Barrel. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. Know. Yeah. You want to Uncle I bought, I, or whatever, you go to the Cracker Barrel, right? I have a really cool t-shirt I bought at the Cracker Barrel. It's a uh, Smokey the Bear t-shirt. Only you can prevent forest hey, fires, okay. you know? First of all, no, it's not. There's no the in there. Get it out. Get it out. Take the the out of the name. That's not his name. Okay. There's no the in his name. Go look at the oh, shirt. God. Go get the shirt, Christopher. Okay. Shirt. Well, have you guys ever seen there's a commercial, right? Yes. And I swear to God, we're going to actually get to this interview at some point. But uh, there's this commercial. And it's really funny, and I saw it when I was a kid, and it's Smokey Bear, okay? Oh, and thank he, you. He's, uh, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's blindfolded, and he's being led through the, uh, the, um, uh, woods by the wooded, woodland creatures or whatever, and they actually are, you know, throwing him a surprise birthday party, but he smells the candles and oh, smashes it all with a shovel, and it's supposed to be an actual commercial, like don't light oh. candles in the in the uh, woods. That's real. So check that out. That doesn't sound real at all. Are you sure about this? No, you, you guys, uh, you guys got the Google machine. Sure, they're check leading, it out. They're leading him through the forest blindfolded, so they're probably leading him into a trap. Yes, then a bear trap. Yeah, a hunter shoots him, and it's over. Or he's caged. It's not fair. He ends up in a zoo. Yeah, that's not wow. Right. 
I mean, that's not what happened at all. He just smashed, okay, he just yeah. ruined his own birthday. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. That sounds like a fake commercial. <laughs> well, you know, I, Christopher, lead this. I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be quiet and you, you ask me a question and I'll answer. Ready? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, that's go. you not controlling. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Whatever well, you want. Uh, Your show. So, um, you know, we've, uh, we've been, you know, had kind of a relationship for a long time on the old inner tubes and, and uh, I've been emailing in your podcast for a long time. Not nearly as long as you guys have been around. In fact, you guys are the longest running pro wrestling episodic weekly pro podcast, whatever the hell in the world. Is that correct? It's true. It's true. We, uh, have been doing a show once a week minimum since 2005. So once a week. Since 2005, what is it, 2018, so carry the four. So we're looking at about 14 years' worth of stuff here, content, shows. Yeah. When we first started in 2005, yeah, there were a few other wrestling podcasts that were before us. I'm not saying we were the first one. They went extinct. Mm. Yeah, well, it's it's hard work. And, uh, you know, that leads to the, you know, most important question that I get asked all the time is, what's wrong with you? Um, wow. Uh, I didn't know I was going to be asked that. Maybe this is a question for Amy to answer. I might have to ask my uh, psychiatrist. So what's wrong with Joe? Get a minute. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) Why why do we do the show? Like every week? For free? Uh 14 years? Um, we are insane. Clinically insane. Uh, we love wrestling. We love everything to do with wrestling. Um, that doesn't mean that wrestling is good all the time. It just means we love it. Wrestling can be bad and you can still watch it and have fun watching it. Wrestling can be awesome and you can have fun watching it. Wrestling can be somewhere in the middle or frustrating. And it's really, it's just really fun to do a show and review it and vent about it, I think. And it's also good to praise it when it's good. And it's also, you know, sometimes it's good to make fun of it when it's bad. So. Well, now, Amy, you play a huge role on the show. You're, you're on almost every episode. When you're not on an episode, it's a little frustrating for the listeners because, you know, then Larry just gets to do whatever he wants, who's the other co-host <laughs> on the show. Well, I can't control Larry. So. It, that's very true. In fact, you encourage him quite a bit. Um, you know, uh, so Amy, how did you become involved in all this? I mean, that's a question I think all of your listeners have always wondered. So I think the reason why I became a regular on the show, a co-host, the favorite co-host, the yeah. actual host of the show with two other people that. who do more work, hmm. but the leader of the show. Some I was would going call with it. favorite, and then you said leader and, fa- and, and showrunner and all that. And <laughs> it's it's because really. this might shock some people. Joe yeah. and I live together in sin. Yeah. What? And I know. Yeah. And. When he would do the show with just Larry, I would have to be really quiet in the house. Yeah, that's true. I, like, you can't move because the noise gets picked up on the microphone. Very good microphones. I couldn't pee or flush the toilet. No, I no couldn't cough no. without getting yelled. No, I'm just kidding. He never There's <laughs> an outhouse. There's an outhouse I would have to go into. It's horrible. Yeah. I'd have to sit on the porch, which is terrible in cold Southern California winters. Yeah. Oh, it's freezing it's here. It's oh, And so yeah. I begged Joe, can you please let me on the show? I can't take the, the inclement weather anymore. And I was like, that checks out. So it sounds good. Let's do it. And I was said, by the way, we haven't said the name of the podcast enough times. I forgot. I, w- I required 
to do this interview, one of my things in the contract was that every minute we had to do station identification or something like that, but with the show name. So it's smartwrestlingfan.com. That's our, that's our. And my requirement was green M&Ms. Yeah. And we, I don't see any. So, so shit. Um, Wow. But no, it's linked since I was a kid. I've had no one to talk to about it because I usually don't share that part of my life with others. And Mm -hmm. now I have a community. Well, that's that's the thing is that um, you guys were big inspirations to me because you guys built your own wrestling community and it's pretty big and it's it's full of smart people that are awesome. Uh, there's a few fuckos like myself, you know, there's course, some but, uh, for sure. Yeah, there's some real ones, uh, but uh, some of them are on the show and I think it's Larry. But uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's one of those deals where, you know, if you if you're involved in this kind of subculture thing that. You know, in some parts of society, it's shame. You know, it's a shameful thing to be a part of. You kind of have to create your own culture. And, and that's why I was inspired to start the Road Home from Wrestling podcast, which is yes. what you're actually listening to right now. Did it too. Um, to station identification. That's really good stuff. Correct. I, know it's yes, uh, I understand you're using the name of the show. I'm using it as a cool. shortcut for anybody that wants to complain about that. Just getting ahead of this. That's all. Well, you don't have to. It's fine. You know, we, we, you know, I get to do whatever I want on my show, just like you guys get to do whatever you want on your show. Oh, I do so, not get to do what I want. Oh, you don't? Well, what do you want to do that you're not able to do? She doesn't we get don't to- need a Larry. Wow. Okay. No, we need Larry. We do. Yeah. Even though he couldn't be here today, but um, I'm going to say, let's just say it's because he wasn't invited, because if he was, <laughs> he wouldn't have shown up anyway. That's very true. He is a lazy bastard. Yeah. Um, no, I pretty much, like, all I really want to do is spin the wheel. The big wheel mm-hmm. of fun. As long as I get to do that, I'm. Ooh, we should spin it right now. Should we spin it? it, it that well, it is up to it, the host of this interview. It's not for Joe. any reason, just for fun. We do well, it? Here's, what, here's what we need to do. First, I mean, you know, interview podcast 101 is tell people what it is you're talking about. So you can't just say, hey, let's spin yeah, the wheel. You have to say, what is the wheel? Right. Well, first of, all, so, first of all, we haven't said that we are the Smart Wrestling Fan Podcast enough times, as, as far as I'm concerned. Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest weekly running episodic something podcast weekly of all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Your friends at smartwrestlingfan.com. Okay. Now that that's out of the way, what we do on the show, let me just, let me just reset for your, for your uh, listeners here. Cause some of your listeners know us and some of them don't, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say this to the ones that don't, if you are looking for a, look, I'm just going into ad mode now. This mm-hmm. is ridiculous. I know. I know. I'm going to stop. No, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to let you lead. I'm so sorry. I'm so well, sorry. here, how about you do this? Explain what the wheel is. And before you do that, I'll explain what the show is. So Smart Wrestling Fan is basically a show that does the impossible. What you guys do is not only do you cover every wrestling thing that happens that's major other than, you know, Impact, which no one should cover which, that. Which, um, to be fair, we did for like 12 years straight. I mean, we did get to, nonstop, total nonstop let, reviews. Let him. Total nonstop imp- I'm gonna, Impact I'm action. I'm going to have to tape I'm Joe's sorry. mouth shut. I just wanted to let him know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Joe, I promise you I, I will do this He'll right. Get okay, so, so the, right. The, the, lead. I had to talk. I'm sorry. I, so the Star Wrestling Fan Podcast, you guys cover all this different wrestling that happens every week, all right, so that, you know, a-holes like me that don't want to watch it don't have to, and that's a big deal. And you guys, the thing that you do that's impossible is not only do you cover all this, but you explain what stories they're trying to tell, which is very difficult because we do that 
Only we do that with independent wrestling, which is almost harder in a lot of ways, uh, because good lord, there's some bad independent wrestling out there, although we cover some very good independent wrestling. <laughs> but one of the things that you guys do on the Smart Wrestling Fan Podcast, which can be subscribed and, you know, and re- rate and reviewed and you can go to smartwrestlingfan.com and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, is you guys cover all these shows, but you also have kind of a bonus show in place of you know, TNA, Impact, or whatever, you guys have been searching for something to plug that hole. And so what you did is you created this wheel. And now you can tell me about yeah, the wheel. Did there not you go. Create the wheel. So okay. we created the concept of the wheel, but we had a very fancy, nice listener, fancy pants McGee, I call him. Uh, his <laughs> no, he's a nice guy. His name is Storm Tamer. That's what he goes by. That's his hand. Birth name. He's been listening to the show since I don't even know when, since the beginning. But since the wheel was he, created. What he did was he donated this like carnival wheel to the show and we set it up and we we write different wrestling shows and different things in the different little uh wedges on this wheel and then you spin it and then whatever it lands on for that week and wrestling then the next week that's what we're going to review so that's we've had a lot of fun with this with this wheel randomizer thing it's really cool because you get sick of just doing smackdown and raw and other things, you know, and it's neat when you have like Lucha Underground or NXT, and that's cool for alternative wrestling, but you, you, you just want variety sometimes. And nobody's going to cover on a weekly basis, like every, you know, every episode of X indie show that's on only available on Fight TV or X thing, you know, so we figured, what the heck, we're going to have this wheel, we're going to spin it, and then whatever it shows up, we'll also review that show too on the program. Well, nobody will do that except for the Road Home from Wrestling podcast because we go to the shows actually and then review oh, them on the way home. You know, exactly. uh, so and you know, it's just one of those deals. But uh, Amy, you're the keeper of the wheel. Tell me how yeah. how's the wheel how's the wheel affected your life, and uh, you know, is this for better or worse? <laughs> we our house is a trash pile no, of not. nonsense. I'm looking at it's my treasure. A make your own Muppet. <laughs> at a giant T-Rex head. I'm looking at a bookshelf filled with wrestling action figures. I'm looking at treasures. Lord of the treasures. Rings, Pez, Pikachu, uh, Lucha Libre, Pikachu, Pikalibre. and a giant carnival wheel that is kind of in my way when I come home because I have, I said it on the main show, I've been relegated to this tiny space in our office. One time, so, she, one time she came door and it went flying yeah and i have to shimmy my way in and the wheel dropped and it almost broke Mm -hmm. jesus christ no so well speaking of jesus christ so you're bearing the cross of this wheel and living with joe Mm -hmm. negron um i'm on my wall right now i'm looking at something that 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 you sent me actually uh, a long time ago you guys actually do a lot of live tweeting which i'm going to get into here in a second and uh, if you live tweet with smart wrestling fans, sometimes you get prizes, you know, yeah. and I think I think this is actually even before the live tweeting. But I won. I was the Twitter winner, which is the choice and, uh, you know, of Amy. And I've won it like a million times at this point. But, uh, you know, I don't have steam, so it doesn't matter anymore. But the first time I won it, <laughs> you guys sent me. A uh, a mask, a Stardust mask, as well as the Stardust gloves. Oh uh, yeah, a fun pack of Stardust. Yeah. And I was that was a lot of fun when I opened that. Up. I was like, cool. Great. We've given yeah. over three hundred Stardust masks and gloves on Smart Wrestling Fan, the podcast. I'm not saying I have any more left. <laughs> I have probably like a hundred masks left. Oh but, my god. 
gone. They're gone. Wow. <laughs> and so, poor, you know, at first, Amy, you know, you were relegated to the porch. At least Joe has now allowed you to come inside. I mean, there is that, yeah. right? Yeah, but it is. A, I, I am... I am on a tiny wing of this desk, shoved in a corner, oh, but up against a bookshelf and a door. We do what we can. We don't have, like, <laughs> we don't have amazing expanse. Expanse? That's not right. Is it know. like X-Pac? Um, expansive desk. Um, and all of this room to breathe and to run and play. And you can switch places, but I don't know how to work with the monitor. So exactly. Well, yeah, because your big ass monitor is taking up all of the space. This is required to. So I'm tiny and this tiny quality <laughs> podcast about and wrestling. And I'm claustrophobic, so I have to like have Xanax before oh, and after. I'm sorry. And I have that's to have fine. Xanax to talk to Larry. Well, that's expected. My only my only respite is that I get to shimmy slightly to the left and and move the wheel every once in a while. Hey, you want to hear a funny Xanax story, Amy? Ooh. Yes, always. Okay, so I used to live with these uh, people, and uh, they abused drugs a little bit here and there. A lot. Hilarious. And uh, they, they uh, well, no, this is good stuff, because they, they're all alive. Everybody's fine, you know. So, okay. you know, this is, this is substance abuse, but in a fun way, so sort of. So uh, basically, this girl uh, that I was living with, she would buy, like, 10 Xanax from the drug dealer, you know, every week That's or whatever. Sucks. And so, like, uh, you know, and, and these were the big ones, you know. So uh, she would, and she'd take one, then she'd take another one. And then all of a sudden... She didn't remember taking the one, right? So she's like, oh, I gotta take a, I gotta take another one. And then like, you know, fast forward an hour later, she's running around the house screaming at everyone, asking them, who stole my Xanax? You stole, and this would happen every weekend. (laughs) Oh my God. Did she, did she call the Xanax her forget me nows? Did she call them that? <laughs> no, she couldn't remember to call them that, so she would have, you know, the the joke. We we could have made that joke fifty times actually, and she would have been like, "Oh, that's really good," you know. So, um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, um, so you know about the live tweeting. You know, one of the things that's been a lot of fun is, you know, I know Joe, you're you're you know you're hanging out, taking notes, or sleeping, or walking Wembley, or whatever you're doing, oh, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and meanwhile, Amy's busting her ass. She's on the Twitter machine. She's fucking, you know, tweeting me. She's tweeting Grumpy Two Electric Boogaloo That's and true. whoever these other a holes that are that are rolling around. These are the only people I care about. But uh, but anyway, and and during New Japan Pro Wrestling, because you guys just in the past year, year and a half or so, you guys have discovered the wonders of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I want to hear from Amy specifically. Tell me how New Japan has changed your life and tell me about the live tweeting and just tell me everything about it. Um, It's changed. It's fucked up my sleep schedule quite a bit mm. because, it, you know, when they, when it rains, it pours. And so there might not be any New Japan stuff for a little while. And then all of a sudden they have 30 shows in a two and a half day period and they all start at two o'clock in the morning, our time. And if I can, I stay up and watch and we live tweet. And then I end up being up till five o'clock in the morning. Joe's used to that schedule of video games and everything, but I'm not. Uh, I work a nine to five job. Nocturnal. You are nocturnal. Um, so it has messed up my sleep, but it's been really awesome too. And we got to go to the the show in San Francisco. I think it was last month and that was amazing. And it just, you know, opened my eyes to a completely different type of wrestling, a completely different type of storytelling. 
um, never really being fearful of how they're going to, how New Japan management's going to ruin a character is kind of nice. Not having to worry about their livelihood because, you know, they don't have the WWE people fucking everything up. Uh, I have a, a new awesome pet because of New Japan. I have my, my Daryl cat. That's right. Aww. I was going to say Daryl the cat, but I didn't want to get yelled at by no. Daryl. <laughs> uh, There's no official word on that one, so okay. say either one. Well, well uh, Takahashi's working on that from his hospital bed, I guess. So. And then the, the live tweeting has been fun because it's giving me exposure to a lot of new people. I think I'm very, very funny, and so... I will say funny things and then like I get people to tell me that I'm funny. So that's always really good <laughs> and reaffirming. Um, yeah, it's pretty much the, the validation of, of, uh, my funniness. That's the best part of Twitter. Well, you know, one of the things I love about it is for some reason after sleeping for two hours and like waking up at four in the morning or whatever to watch one of these shows, I, I feel like that I'm pretty funny too sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like weird how that works with no but mine's sleep. But like actual funny. Mine's not a perception. Oh. Yours is gotcha. a perception thing. Well, a you said a second ago that you thought you were funny, so that's a perception thing. I so. was to be humble. She's being nice to you. Uh, well, I, I think you're funny. So, uh, you know, I mean, but I that's just my perception. So I don't know what that means. And, no, and as, you know. Perception. Eh, well, you know, I mean, as most people know, uh, I'm a fucko, and my opinions are awful. I mean, and not well thought out. So I don't know. That's very true. But, uh, <laughs> so, I'm thinking well, everything now. Well, it's fun to be uh, kind of laying on the couch, like halfway asleep, like you know, just laughing my head off at something stupid that we tweeted, and it it brings joy to my life. You know, um, you know, I live in a world where you know women are taking, uh, you know, handfuls of Xanax and accusing me of stealing things. That was like 20 years ago. But, uh, oh. but you know, I mean, and it's just a terrible world that I have to live in. And so I have this uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, uh, Joe, I have a question for you about New Japan. Okay, so um, you guys, I'm sure, have seen a few, you know, quote-unquote strong style matches. There's been a few in WWE. In fact, you know, one of the ones that you may have been one of the first ones you saw in WWE was Sami Zayn versus um, – Versus Shinsuke Nakamura at that oh, uh, NXT takeover, right? Uh-huh. So, um, how has uh, you know? To me, the the New Japan style is something that I just once you see that, it kind of ruins you know WWE style wrestling unless it's done really, really well. Like for example, sorry, this is a long question, but you know, for example, the AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe uh, match that just happened uh, at some pay-per-view a couple, like a month ago, a couple weeks ago. That was tremendous WWE wrestling, right? Nothing Japanese about that at all. But tell me about, you know, how seeing the, the, you know, the Japanese style and how that's all worked out and how that's kind of affected you watching other things. It's fantastic. We, I mean, we really started, we we started watching a full-time New Japan about a year and a half ago, but I actually started back at Wrestle Kingdom 9. I think someone, I think a nice listener um, sent in a request and a donation and said, can you please re- review Wrestle Kingdom 9? And at that point, it was for a show called Smart Wrestling Fan Other, because we do a lot of extra shows that aren't, you know, related to the main show, and we can talk about that if you want, but... Um, we will. We do, we do, we, we have a lot of content that we do. We don't just do the main free show every week. We do lots of stuff. And we watched Wrestle Kingdom 9, and I just couldn't believe the the, the coolness of it the quality of it. And yes, when you see two guys in the ring trading punches and 
and slaps and chops and kicks and killing each other, or at least looking like they're killing each other. It's a very different feel than WWE. And I, now that's my favorite kind of thing to watch. Mm-hmm. So when we get uh, matches announced, like say New Japan, Kenny Omega versus Ishii, for oh, example, so good. Um, mm-hmm. It is to me. I mean, there's not a bigger treat in wrestling right now than to watch something like that. So it's something that ends up sticking out. Now, um, you guys, and I don't want to bring up something that's sad, and unfortunately I kind of have to because this is a question I have to ask you guys. Um, you guys, uh, you know, were there to witness Takahashi get injured. And, uh, you know, I kind of want to hear from Amy because, Amy, you really, you know, this is a character and a wrestler that you've been kind of obsessed with, and I completely understand he was certainly and is certainly one of my favorite wrestlers. And, uh, I mean... That squash match, him and Kushida, I mean, good lord, that was one of the greatest things I've ever seen, you know, and, and some of the things that we saw him, you know, do, it's funny, you got these guys like Dave Meltzer running around saying, oh, get, you know, uh, enjoy uh, Will Ospreay while you can. You know, cause he's a, he's a, he's a white guy and we'll talk about him and act like his life matters, but Japanese people don't matter, you know, um, cause meanwhile, well, that's what I think, you know, I think he kind of has a, you know, something like that. But anyway, the, so tell me about, you know, what that experience was like and, you know, seeing one of your favorite wrestlers get injured and, you know, uh, just tell me a little bit about that. I would say I'm as obsessed with him as he is with me. So it's kind of, it's mutual. So wow. it's, it's explainable. Anyway, we saw that match live and it, you know, when it happened, it was so quick, but we, we saw it. We knew that that was not a good landing. It wasn't right. And it was terrifying. But then he got up and he did a couple of other moves, but he didn't have sloppy, but he still finished the match, won the match and walked out. And that was all we could see. So I think that because I saw him walk out, I thought everything was fine. Now, when we got home or back to the hotel and heard that he collapsed and went to the hospital it was like, okay, yep, that makes sense because there's no reason like a normal person walks away from that unscathed. But it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. I mean, that was not a good landing. No. And what? Uh, how do you, um, in your mind, and, and this is a really, I, you know, it's your, your podcast called Smart Wrestling Fan. This is a smart wrestling question. How do you justify in your mind? watching these guys kill each other and seeing something like that and being okay with all this stuff. Because they're not um, sold into slavery and being forced to do it. They are making the choice to put their lives on the line. Um, People make those choices in their careers. Sometimes that's what they want to do. A football player can go out on the field and get a career ending concussion or neck break or something like that. And there's a good chance it's going to happen because of the type of career that that person's in. Um, so yeah, I know that they have a riskier style of wrestling, but it's, it's their choice. And if that's what they want to do, I mean, it's not like watching a snuff film or something. I don't go in there expecting, you know, the bad things to happen. We're not bloodthirsty. We're not asking for injuries. I, but, don't think, right. I don't think most people are, but the fact of the matter is, I can get hit by a car walking across the street. So it, sometimes it really doesn't matter <laughs> what that's, it is you choose to do. 
Tremendous answer. I love it. That's awesome. Well, you know, um, I watched that live and, you know, I could tell something was wrong. I, you know, seeing independent wrestling, you know, you see guys a lot of times, and I'm talking about anybody specific here, so anybody listen, calm down. Um, you know, sometimes we see guys that aren't trained right or that are not ready. They're not, you know, they're, they're like Luke, uh, you know, in Return of the Jedi heading off, you know, half cocked and everything. And so, you know, for example, um, you know, and, hey, who, who, <laughs> who cares? I'll, who cares? I'll, I'll go ahead and out somebody that's uh, that's you know not quite ready yet. Uh, we saw uh, last night, or you know, I guess Wednesday night, we saw Brian Pillman Jr. wrestle, and oh, man, man, he he almost killed a guy on a uh, just a power slam, and oh. it, 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 it it's it was this, it would have been the same injury too. Because you know that power slam that like Randy Orton does, Samoa Joe does, a bunch of guys. That's a super dangerous move, right? And it's it's. A, it's a tremendous move because it's so dangerous, but you don't realize it till you see it go wrong. And, right. uh, you know, it, it's one of those deals where, you know, I'm very lucky to see that guy get to learn in the ring, but holy moly, you know, um, it's a little scary. But, man, you know, that's something I think about every once in a while, but I think you're right, Amy. I think it's just because, you know, because these people are choosing to do this, this is okay. And, uh, you know, and I don't know. It's just something I've always wanted to ask you. But uh, but anyway, um, you know, New Japan has a big card coming up here, um, you know, tomorrow, I guess, at this point. I'm not sure, you know, yeah. I guess, you know, when you guys are listening to this. But uh, we have, you know, Destruction coming up, which is kind of it's one of their like it's not one of their big shows. But the thing is, is that New Japan is kind of doing a little bit of Western uh, wrestling now in, in the way that they promote their shows, because now every show is a giant show. You know, um, everything's big and everything's huge because they're so successful now. Um, I love it personally because it means we get a lot more stuff. Um, you know, for example, you know, we have uh, on the first night, the main event is Kenny Omega versus Ishii. You guys are obviously stoked about that. But not only that, I mean, we got, you know, uh, Rapongi 3K versus, uh, you know, Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, and Kushida. That's going to be amazing, yeah. right? Right, yeah. I love it. Now, what what are some of the matches here coming up for Destruction that you guys are looking forward to mostly? I mean, we also have Minoru Suzuki versus Naito. Um, I'm really looking forward to Goto versus Taichi. Exactly. I've been waiting for Goto versus Taichi ever since they had uh, Goto versus Taichi versus a walking potato man. Um, I could not wait for the just singles match with Goto and Taichi. And I think... I think it would be fantastic. Now, I can't imagine Tai Chi is going to win the Never no. Open Weight title. I'm no. see, there would have to be at least three cheating spots. <laughs> but if you do three cheating spots, you can pick Goto. I yeah, think that's I think how that's that works. what it takes. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, I love Goto, but I would love to see Tai Chi win that title. Does Switchblade have any matches coming up? Let's this see here. Because I miss Switchblade. Yeah, it's been a while. <clears throat> so, I don't think well, Switchblade has any matches. Yes. Switchblade is in on on the twenty third. He's in a six man tag. Uh, oh. Jay White, Yoshi, Yoshihashi, Boo, uh, Will Osprey versus uh, Juice Robinson, uh, David Finley, the C uh, Block Champion, and uh, Hanare. Who I do, man. I I need Hanare to do something. I don't care about that guy at all. I got to get some something going on. So he's uh, basically just in a bunch of uh, the uh, multi man tag matches. It looks like. Um, but that's that's an interesting thing about New Japan, though, is they like I'm looking up and down this card and it looks to me 
like all these six man tag matches were just filled with guys that could be in the main event. And that's yeah. something that, that I've talked to you guys about in the past is like a guy like Tai Chi, for example, you had no idea he could wrestle. I mean, he's like a joke character. And then you see him like in a singles match and you're like, holy shit, he could do this, yep. you know? And, uh, it, that's just about every single guy. And, you know, on the card is like, or on the, in New Japan's like that. A guy I got to ask you guys about in the G1, we got to see some really fun stuff from this guy, as usual. One of my favorite wrestlers. Let's talk about Toriano. Tell me what you guys think. It was fantastic. It was like, okay, we see this guy and he can, he can do these comedy matches and he's really, really good at it. But all of a sudden in the G1, he decided, I'm going to do real wrestling. And he was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. What a treat. To see Yano actually wrestle and put the tricks away. Now, eventually, he just pulled all the tricks out again, and that's fine. But when I see him throwing these suplexes, I, I got very happy. It was, he, it was well, plus it was hilarious too. You know what I mean? Like he was even funny doing the real wrestling, and that—that's something oh, that is completely great. in intangible about him. And you know, and something that you know, I, I know there's a kind of an argument out there whether. Chaos is a heel group or whatever, but I think right. in New Japan, guys are, it's, unless it's specific to a storyline, guys are guys. And, you know, you, you cheer them or you boo them however you want. Um, and, you know, like for example, I think Bullet Club, you know, like the Kenny Omega faction of Bullet Club right now is completely face. And you can tell he's coming out slapping hands and all they're, that shit. They're face until they need to be heels. And then like, you got it. Just what, the last show we were just watching, that Blue Justice, uh, Road to Destruction show, um, Bull club when they have to play the heels, they'll play the heels. But in general, yeah, you're right. It, it seems like Suzuki Gun the only real true heels that there are right now. Yeah. And the, everybody else is just whatever they need to be at the time. So that's that's pretty cool. Well, you know what I was gonna say is it's interesting about you know like a guy like Toriano. To me, um, one thing I love about him, we have a wrestler in the area named Jay Donaldson, right? And he is a very similar type right. of type of guy only he is a uh you know he's a heel through and through he cheats on purpose all the time and then yells about how he doesn't cheat he loses just about every match and is constantly proclaiming how he's a winner and not a loser and for some reason he's still a legitimate threat every time and there's like this <laughs> intangible thing about like a guy like toriana or jay donaldson or you know various guys that are out there like that um, you know, tell me, like, who are some of your favorite wrestlers that have something that's intangible that you can't put your finger on, but it's just something that's amazing like that? That is a good one. Um, my my guy right now is Stone Pitbull Ishii for everything. He's my go-to. He was the, the MVP of the – he's the guy. He's like – he doesn't have a title. He doesn't – have some special look. He has really nothing. When you get in the ring with him, he is terrifying and he is going to give you an incredible match every single time. He's that guy for me. I think when, when you think of the main wrestlers of New Japan, you don't usually think of him, but he, what about, what about you, Amy? Um, for me, it's hard because the ones that I, I <laughs> gravitate toward, it's a definitive quality. It's something that, you know, I can say I like, Samoa Joe, because I think he's dominating in the ring and he is exceptional on the mic. So I can name what those yeah. qualities are. And so from th if I'm trying to think of something, someone where it's that 
intangible whatever, I can't think of who that might be because I can well, justify my answers. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, about Ishii is the thing I always say about Ishii, and I've said it to you guys on the interwebs and all that stuff, is that I think I don't think there's anyone on earth that sells better than him. You know, and, and selling is – and what I mean by that is I don't mean – you know, he, he, he makes it look like it hurts. I mean, he sells like his character would actually sell moves. And because of that, you know, it, it makes you believe that he's in a fight. And, and like, you know, uh, you talked about the Wrestle Kingdom 9. Okay. Uh, you know, the match that kind of got me into, into New Japan Pro Wrestling that made me see this. And I was like, holy shit, I've never seen anything like this was, uh, you know, Nakamura versus Ibushi. And the, the, the selling in that match is way better than the offense that you see. The offense is tremendous, but it's the selling and the, in the ability of these characters to portray who they are through that, that, you know, to me, that's a very tangible thing that Ishii has, but it's difficult to put it, you know, it took me, you know, fucking year of watching him to figure out that that's what it was that I loved about him, you know, so. I, I, now, is there anybody in, in WWE that you guys see right now is, uh, is a guy that's going to be able to do a couple things? One, he's going to be able to have great matches, and, and no matter what storyline is, he's going to overcome that. And, that, you know, not only that, he's going to be able to overcome bad booking and rise yeah. above. Who, who's the guy? Right now, I mean, it's, it's poor Kevin Owens. It's just, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's a pitiful, he's in a pitiful state. But, he always look at his match a few weeks ago on Raw against Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title. It was the one where he, he quit afterward. Yeah. Um, and when he didn't win the Intercontinental title is you could just put him in anything and he's just fantastic. And I, I, I fear the storyline he's in with that's going to come up with, with uh, Bobby Lashley, but he'll be fine out of it. Yeah, that's true. I feel really bad for the man, but he can, he, he really has been able to, to overcome these, these horrible things. And it's not and to say that he's Teflon. Like it's not no, that no. Steph rolls off him. I think he is just so good and so unique that he can just get through it. You can reset, you can have him lose all the time too. You could reset on him at any moment mm-hmm. and make him your top guy. And, and give him the main title and it would be perfectly fine. Yeah. And it would be completely believable. I, I know a bunch of pro wrestlers and some of them say things like this to me. They'll say like wins and losses don't matter. And, and I know what they're saying. They're not saying that a guy who's being built to, you know, go for the title can just lose a match and it's no big deal. That's not what they're saying. What they're saying is a guy like Kevin Owens can lose a bunch of matches and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't change who he is because he's that good. Now, a couple of points, you know, things I just have to say about Kevin Owens. One, I got to see his second to last Ring of Honor match. I wish it was the last one. It was the second to last one. And mm-hmm. some like little, you know, uh, Masonic temple in, you know, Cincinnati, Ohio versus Silas Young in a ladder match. And oh, it was just tremendous. I, I had never seen him live before. I didn't know much about him. I just knew he was going to WWE. And then after watching him one time, I was a complete fan. I understood everything, you know, who he was, what he was. And uh, and then the other thing that I've just been – no one ever talks about, and I think it's one of the most impressive things ever. And I think that one of the guys in New Japan has a lot to, uh, you know, owes a lot to Kevin Owens. Um, Kevin Owens' first match in WWE, NXT, whatever you want to call it, 
was against uh, Juice Robinson. That's and, right. And uh, in like two seconds into that match, Juice Robinson palmed him right in the fucking nose and his destroyed nose. his nose. Yeah, he was bleeding every palm strike. I remember. And you know, and that probably got you know him a ton of heat backstage because you know the new prize guy comes in and you punt you you know stiff him that hard that his <laughs> nose has exploded, right? But but I think in that match that made. Juice Robinson, you know, I mean, he was, he had a different name back then or whatever, but I mean, to me, after that, then I paid attention to that guy because yeah. of what Kevin Owens did. And it helped me to understand what pro wrestling is all about. And I swear to God, I have a point here. And that is, is putting your opponent over, making them look good. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and that's something that I think you guys do very well. Uh, I know you joke around, you fuck with each other, you guys talk shit, uh, you know, and stuff like that. But all of it's in service of fun, and it's all out there to kind of, you know, um, make your guys, you guys the butt of the joke in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I really, I really, really appreciate that, and I think that that's something that you guys have learned from pro wrestling, and you guys do pro wrestling in your podcast, if that makes any sense. That's true. Yeah. That is a good point. Yeah. So, uh, and that, that podcast is called uh, Smart Wrestling Fan. And uh, not only does Smart Wrestling Fan have a weekly free podcast that comes out right around this time every week, although, you know, if you want to get it early, which is what I do every week, you know, you can go to uh, ProWrestlingFan.com and subscribe to their Patreon. Nope, that's not that. <laughs> we are not ProWrestlingFan.com. SmartWrestlingFan.com. <laughs> you totally you understand the moniker, man. <laughs> Holy cow. See, see what I mean? Uh, but <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> smartwrestlingband.com and you can, uh, you can subscribe to their Patreon for just a couple bucks a month. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like, it's like a cup of coffee a day. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Just a few cents a day. You guys can get that, uh, you know, get that early. And not only that, but all the other additional content. Now, one of the other things that I love and, uh, you know, I especially love it when Amy's on the show and she rarely is is um, Smart Movie Fan. So uh, we got to talk about Smart Movie Fan a little bit. Um, what is your favorite episode, Joe, that you've done, Smart Movie Fan? Uh, Amy, I want to hear your answer on this as well, but let's start with Joe. There are so many great ones. Oh, my God. I love I love the original Sleepaway Camp. I love the, the double feature one with Troll 2 and Best Worst Movie. I... There just there's so many great ones. There are so many ridiculous movies that we've been forced to watch to do that show. It's almost it's almost a crime that smart movie fan is hidden a layer deep within yeah. smart wrestling fan because I think it would I, I think it's good enough to stand alone. I, I, I think it's I'm biased, but I think it's better than any other movie review podcast or show or YouTube thing or anything out there. We we go so deep into these movies and so scene by scene and, you know, the research we do is is insane. The amount of times we watch these movies before we review them, it's 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 uh, it's kind of amazing. And I almost can't believe we do it. So I kind of wish, you know, it was its own standalone thing. But if you are interested in hearing movie reviews about some of the worst movies ever, some really good movies, but some of the most horrible movies ever made and an in-depth review where we go, you know, not frame by frame, but we go scene by scene and explain the whole thing to you and uh, pick it apart. Um, then yeah, you should probably 
go get a subscription to Smart Wrestling Fan Extra. Go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan because you pay that, you know, that pennies a day, that $5 a month. And not only do you get the, the main Smart Wrestling Fan show every week, as soon as it comes out, you know, you don't have to wait for the free version. You can get every episode of Smart Movie Fan included with that subscription. And to like, to me, that's, it's so worth it. And again, well, Joe, I'm completely biased, but I, I don't usually Joe, go back and listen to my own self do these shows, but smart movie fan, I can listen to and laugh and love it. <laughs> you guys clearly have a fun, a lot of fun doing it. Now, Joe, I got to give you a tip. Sales one-on-one, never talk about the price. All right. It's pennies mm-hmm. a month. That's, well, pennies guess what? A day. That's guess all it is. So. No. But I want people. To, I want people to know because they today they just went like for example they went to Chipotle for lunch and by the time they got their their burrito bowl and their chips and their drink it was like ten bucks and that's just for one meal for you know that's I'm, they ate that it's gone they didn't even buy it. they rented that food that food's gonna be gone out of mm-hmm. there they're pooping it out oh that was some weird noise they're pooping out the food and instead of that they could just take half of that money. And get smart wrestling fan extra, and just ha- have fun for an entire month of it's it's thousands of podcasts. It's and insane. Larry gives you poop with that one. He does. So well, yeah, I mean, you might not want the rice, right? You might not want the rice, but then you'd be stupid yes. if you don't want the rice. <laughs> Amy, what's your favorite uh, shitty movie that you've watched for uh, for a uh, smart uh, movie fan? So this is where I confess that I don't remember any of the ones that I've done. She doesn't. Until I can tell, Joe she tells me the ones that I've been on. So if you tell mm-hmm. me, then I can tell you. I can just look down the list and say which ones you were on. You were on Glitter. Nope, that was not good. That was a <laughs> horrible. Movie. It, was, it was a good review, but that was not a good movie. You let's see. You were also on uh, Dolomite. Oh, that was pretty great. You were on Dynamite. That was great too. You were. Also on Coherence. Coherence might oh be. Oh my god! Wait, which one was Coherence? The one with I'm the, thinking Perfect Getaway. Yeah, well, that also is coming up. Yeah. I was just going to say, in Perfect Getaway, but okay, Coherence was the one where strange things are happening and like um, there's a was there a storm happening yeah. or something something or yeah, a comet was going comet, by yeah, or something. something. It's a weird realistic sci-fi type thing with the alternate realities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. great. But those were the and Kung Fu Hustle. Also, that one. Oh, yeah. that's a great movie. Great fish movie. Story would have yeah. to be my favorite one. Oh, that fish, fish story is so yeah. good. So they're so they're not all bad. They're not all bad. Now that fish I'm story was amazing. And then that that Degrassi Junior High like one. Oh my god, was what that? was it called? Hatley High. Hatley High, Canada, Canadian yeah. movie. Yeah. Yes. Man, you guys are naming some that I've never even heard of. So I have to go See, back and look through my feed. Damn. Damn. Subscription, Jerusalem. You can go back and just listen to these episodes, and they're fan- they're right there for your listening pleasure at any time. But the ones that now that I'm oh my god, now I'm looking at a list and I see ones that I have to mention that we reviewed. Just even if it was just Larry on the review with me, yeah. um, but we also did oh god, Transformers: Age of Extinction. It's like a five, four or five hour review. It's the movie's absolutely atrocious. Um, we did Deathstalker 2. We did The Happening with Marky Mark. What? <laughs> oh. We did that one. Buckaroo you, is on there. You guys did another uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie as well. Uh, you know, uh, Avatar, the Avatar movie, which is yeah. one of my favorite episodes. The Last Airbender. It, that, wow, that movie is 
of the books that I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, you know, um, I uh, I'm saving one, and uh, you know, I'll tell you what it is. But I, I'm saving one because I, at some point, you know, I'm going to do my own review of this movie because it is by far the worst movie I've ever seen in my I'm gonna life. Guess. I'm gonna guess. Oh, sure, absolutely, go for it. It is it is pro wrestlers versus zombies. No, because you guys have done that one. Oh, okay, okay. So it's a movie we haven't done. Oh yes, yes. This is a one that this is one that no one has ever touched, and I don't know why. It is it's gold and it's out there, and I'm going to give it to you right now. This is one of your million dollar ideas I'm giving away, and it's uh it's a movie called Noah, and it was starring uh, Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yes. From 2014. Yeah. Um, here's a, here's a few things that you have in this movie. Okay, uh, giant rock monsters. All right. Uh, we also have ve- vegan superpowers. We have um, stalker uh, serial killer stalker um, uh, uh, Noah towards the end of the movie. He's trying to stalk and kill a baby because uh, that's what you do. And, and and let me describe a scene for you guys. OK, there's a scene where uh, Hannibal Lecter is in the woods hanging out. Right. And uh, Hermione from uh from uh, Harry Potter she's got a broken coochie she can't she can't like have a baby and her coochie doesn't work right so so Wait, she okay. hold on how do you think where do you think babies live <laughs> okay well i let, just let me let me finish here um so so she approaches um Hannibal Lecter in the woods and he grabs her by the coochie and magically heals her coochie and she goes and bones um, Noah's son, like just a couple feet away from him, and that actually happens in that movie. So Darren Aronofsky, what are you doing? I, I don't know what he was doing here, but uh, that not, movie this sounds like a fever dream. This is not real. Oh, totally real, and uh, no one's ever even touched it because they're scared of real. Thanks a lot. Like now, that, so now it's now it's going to be the next requested movie. I hope so because I've been okay. waiting for somebody to do it. Five hundred dollars to review that movie. Endless. <laughs> I refuse. If it's anything less, I'd send it back. So. Well, guys, uh, there's something that I love to do on uh, my interviews, all right? And uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to do one for each of you. So this is going to require, Joe, uh, someone to be quiet while the other person does this activity, okay? So uh, so because Joe is, is such a talky-talk, what we're going to do is we're going to start with him, all right, and then he's going to be required to be quiet while we do the other activity with Amy, all right? So what I like to do is I like to do Mad Libs on my uh, on my interviews, okay? And I understand other people have stolen my gimmick, but I've been doing this for a long time, and I've been doing Mad Libs since I was a little kid, and I love them. So here are your choices. I have many, okay? We have WWE Mad Libs. All right. We have Star Wars Mad Libs. We have Star Trek Mad Libs. We have Adventure Time Mad Libs. We have Total Divas Mad Libs. That is real. We have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mad Libs. History of the World Mad Libs. And the one I think you're going to choose, Pokemon Mad Libs. So which one do we want? So good. What if I went the other way with it and said I wanted to do Total Divas Mad Libs? Let's do it. All right. That's that sounds very so horrible that I need to do it. Now, it's very popular. I'm going to I'm going to read you some of the um, names of some of these. We're not I'm not going to tell you the names of the one name of the one you're doing. Okay. But here's the names of some of these. OK, so the first there's a couple of them. guide to being a diva. <laughs> Meet the divas. Nikki Bella. Oh, diva God. for hire. Um, you wow. Know. That's also Nikki Bella. <laughs> 
how to take the perfect selfie. That's one of them. Uh, these are tremendous, right? Uh, so, uh, and I've done many of these with, with wrestlers. So, um, let me find the one that's going to work best for you. Ah, man, geez. You know, the last one I did, um, with Sarah Shockey of, uh, of the Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling Podcast, we did the men of Total Divas with her. That was tremendous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Okay, I got one. Okay, so we got one here. Now, you're very aware, since you're a smart wrestling fan, you are a smart man, and you know what words are and everything. Now, I am. I know that you usually work clean, and I don't understand it, but that's that's your choice. Um, but uh, it's, it's how I live. It's It makes everything... Everything can be family friendly, yeah. and therefore it's cha ching cha ching. That's how you make more money. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, so, uh, well, uh, this, you know, I, I just, I usually kind of, you know, preface this by saying, just pretend like you're six years old, seven years old. You just learned what a cuss word is. You just, I you know, are just, you are, you're discovering that that things like poop and pee are hilarious. So, um, so the first thing we're going to need is a plural noun. Um, feet. Feet? Okay. All right. Um, not very funny, but we'll move on. Uh, so the next one's going to be a noun. Um, street corner. Jesus. You're really bad at this. All right. So the next one is going to be an an adjective. Uh, It's going to be a color. Smelly. smelly, yeah, that's that's it pretty is. vanilla, my friend. Um, all right, and the next Come one, on. is also, it's another adjective. Amy's is going to be so much funnier than yours. Oh, come on! <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, um, an thing? adjective can it can be a color. It can be you know something. You know, I always just suggest gross things because they're the funniest. Okay, he po- won't poopy. Well, all right, that's good. Wow! I like that. It's gonna insult every choice I make. <laughs> no, I just said that's good. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Right, so we need yet another adjective. Oh my god! Green, green. Oh, that's terrible. All right, so the next one is a part of the body. <laughs> Crotch. Crotch. There you go. Another part of the body. Holy shit! Other crotch. <laughs> Other crotch. All right, that's good, actually. Um, now, this next one is occupation. I will tell you, one of the, one of the most popular choices for this uh, particular one is jizz mopper. So just letting you know. I'm just I'm going with prostitute. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna say whore because that's funnier. All no, right. It's not. It's because it, you can't spell prostitute. Yeah. Come on. Learn how to spell because that's my answer. Okay. You'll make this work. Another part of the body. My God, there's so many parts of the body here. Um, <laughs> poo hole. Okay, poop hole. No really poo hole. Oh no, no poo hole, not poop hole. Stop changing it. I'm trying to help you. All right, so I was, and I changed <laughs> and my mind. Now I need another adjective, and we're, we're getting close here. Um, it's hurry before he starts explaining what an adjective is. Quite skanky. There. Okay, that's pretty good. Why would you say that? I mean, oh, we're doing total divas anyway. Um, so the next one is a plural noun. Um. (laughs) Um. 
implants. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. And the next one is a verb ending in ing. And most curse words can be made into a verb ending in ing. That's Thank you for explaining verbs and curse words to me. You're welcome. <laughs> My God. <laughs> you know, there are no adverbs in this one, really? No, there's zero adverbs. You had one waiting, didn't you? You were like, oh, I'm, I can't use it. So poopily? It was a poopily? No. Poopily. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> um, verb, you said, right? Ending in yeah. I. Correct. Um, it's like current, you know, tense there. Fine. Tense. Fine. Urinating. Oh, boy. Well, All right. And then like lastly. you my answers. Okay. Lastly, we have verb. Fart. <laughs> That's a verb. Yeah, it's great. All right, so uh, this one's called frenemies. All right, oh, and it yeah. says uh, says here, you guys ready? It says uh, nobody knows what it's like to have a frenemy better than the feet of total divas. See, a, a frenemy. Yeah, not funny. Um, a frenemy is a street corner who is also your smelly enemy. That doesn't even make sense. Uh, some of the most poopy feuds in Total Divas history include, now that is accurate right there, um, the Bellas versus Eva Marie. When Eva Maria first joined WWE, the Bella Twins thought she had a green attitude and weren't afraid to tell her that her crotch. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't even, I don't know. What? Uh, yeah, that's what it says. Uh, Natty versus Summer Rae. Who can forget when Summer Rae slapped Natty on the other crotch after, <laughs> after Natty called her a prostitute? <laughs> Nikki versus Bree. When Bree went behind Nikki's... <laughs> Say it. When Bree went behind Nikki's poo hole to talk to John... <laughs> Come on. All right, here we go. When Bree went behind Nikki's poo hole to talk to John, it sparked a skanky feud between the two implants. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? That's how you do it. Good job. All right. And then lastly, we have Paige versus Arion. I don't know who that is. Um, it was. Oh my <laughs> who God. was that? Um, who, yeah, who was that? Yeah, I don't know. When Paige agreed to help Arion. Real name? What? Yeah, that's what it says. Um, when, when Paige agreed to help Arion practice her urinating, <laughs> Arion took it a little too far. It caused a huge fart out between the two. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we got to hear these last couple sentences again. Now I just laughed all over. Yes. These are really funny. <clears throat> okay. With no laughing. Um, when Bree went behind Nikki's poo hole to talk to John, it sparked a skanky feud between the two implants. When Paige agreed to help Ariane practice her urinating, and Ariane took it a little too far, it caused a huge fart out between the divas. <laughs> how do you take how do you take uh, practicing urinating too far? <laughs> I can't even imagine. It <laughs> worked. All right, so let's go over the choices again: Pokemon, Ninja Turtles, WWE, History of the World, Adventure Time, Star Trek, Star Wars, or Total Divas. What do you say, Amy? WWE. All right, let's do it. See if I can find one. That's also a very popular uh, 
choice. Um, wow. This one. Know the parts of the speech. Totally full. All right. So let's see. I actually have two copies of that because it's so popular. All right. Um, and some of the names of these I'll, I'll read off. So, uh, quiz, which superstar are you? Uh, let's see here. Uh, interview with a superstar. Limited time offer. Ways to win. The ways to win one that we did is really funny. Um, all right. Let's see here. Okay. I got it. All right. So we need a noun, Amy. Fuck nugget. All right. You've been writing these down over there. <clears throat> All right, that's a lot of letters. And we need yet another noun. Um, she just had the one written down. What a noun is. You could have split it in two and been like, fuck one and then nugget on the well, other. But I knew good. what I was doing. Maybe when your turn to answer the Mad Libs, you mm. can uh, Muppet. Just Muppet, okay. All right. I'm doing a Kaiser Soze, <clears throat> just looking around the room. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's that's not a good way to do this. Uh, part of the body. <laughs> um, fuck hole. Okay, all right, take it easy. All right, so, um, <laughs> you know, you're taking it too far. Much like that so urinating like, like, train. Right. Yeah, right. um, another noun. Bible. Oh, okay, I like that. Um, oh, that's tremendous, I love that. Uh, a place. And I always like whenever you know I say place people or what people say place to me I always say like your mom's ass or something like that you know that's always what I go with something like that. Okay, Drusifer's mom's ass. There we go. All right, my mom's ass. All right, fair enough. Um, and then uh, by the way, man, I have a really funny story one of these days. I got to tell you about my mom and a wrestler. It is some funny shit. Uh, we all we need another noun. Um. <laughs> oh. oh boy. She was talking Carnival. shit, and now Carnival Wheel. Okay. Okay. All right, and then we need person in the room. Wembley. Wembley. All right. I always hear him uh, shaking. Yes. Like doing this little shake thing. Uh, man, you are, there's so many nouns in this one. There's a, we're going to need a lot more nouns. So we got another noun. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, every curse word is a noun. Every just dumb. Crappy, I know. Yeah. I know. You're just trying to fill the air, but I know <laughs> what a fucking noun is. <laughs> well, you know. How about fuck us? Fuck we'll us. Alright, sounds good. Now we need another person in the room. Um, Aragorn. Aragorn? Is that your cast name? No. Okay. No, person that's sitting right here. That doesn't oh, okay, show. wow. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome, uh, King Aragorn. Uh, and next is another noun. Uh, you better just load up the nouns. We got lots of nouns coming. <laughs> Stapler. Oh my god, this is gonna be terrible. Alright, so, um, we have another noun. Another noun. <laughs> Your terrible face. Alright, my terrible face. Um, that's fair. And a type of liquid. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. It's a different one. I am going to go with polyjuice. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that is. 
That would be like many juices, I guess. Um, and then we also need yet another person that is in the room. What? Daryl Cat. Daryl Cat. No, there's a thought in there. There is or there isn't? There, there is. is. All right. All right, now we need another noun. Oh, my God, these are all the same. Um, <laughs> lightning bolts. Okay. All right. All right, and then we need a noun. Oh you picked God. a terrible Mad Lib. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, green Techn- screen. Technically, you picked it, but uh, no, all right, let's see here. the actual one we're doing. Fucko. It's the very next one in the WWE Mad Libs. A person in the room. Another person. <laughs> what is this? Right. How many people do they think are in the room? You know, I, Mad Libs have really gone downhill, I gotta say. So, uh, <laughs> really <laughs> dumb. Um, <sighs> I mean, another person in the room. Jon Snow. Okay, and then we need an adjective. Oh, changing it up. <laughs> that's great, because that's the one I never know. Poopily. Is that one? No. That's no. Never. Poopy? Yeah. That's yeah poopy. I guess. Actually, that's going to work great. Um, and then a plural noun, and then we're all done with this one, and I get to read it to you and find out if it's crappy or not. Belly buttons. All right. Belly buttons. All right, so this one's called Fan Club Meeting. I hereby call this meeting of the WWE Fan Fuck Nugget to order. Any <laughs> Muppet any Muppet who has a problem with that or has a problem with me, do you hear any objections? Do I need to slam anyone's fuckhole into the Bible? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> That is aggressive. <laughs> Fucking slamming fuckholes into the Bible is some aggressive shit. So, uh, alright, so let's, alright, so that's a question. Do I need to slam anyone's fuckhole into the Bible? No? Good. Now, I want to talk about our upcoming trip to my mom's ass to see the carnival wheel slam live. Wembley, <laughs> you are gonna drive us there in your fucko. Aragorn, you are in charge of food for the trip. Be sure to bring a stapler, chips, my terrible face bars, and plenty of poly juice for everyone. <laughs> Daryl the Cat, you're bringing the tickets. That was weak. If, if you forget them, we'll have you in a lightning bolt lock before you can say green screen. <laughs> Finally, I want to thank Jon Snow for bringing all those poopy brownies shaped like cane to to our big sale last week. (laughs) They were a hit, and with the money we raised, we're going to buy lots of WWE belly buttons. All right, so I have to apologize to Joe. His was way funnier because of those last two sentences. Yours was pretty good because of the first couple sentences, Amy. So, um, you know, I I know Joe – yeah, Joe, I broke the agreement, but here's your chance, all right? Um, you know, we need to find out where we can find you on the Internet. We need to find out where Twitter, uh, Facebook, the Facebook group. We need to know about <laughs> Patreon. We know about all that stuff. Go into cell mode. Let's hear about all okay. of it. Cell mode is real easy because you can get all this information that you're talking about on smartwrestlingfan.com. It's all there. You get our Twitter handle on there. That's at SWF Podcast. 
But again, you just go to smartwrestlingfan.com, get all that there. You can join our Facebook group on there. You can email us on there. You can get Smart Wrestling Fan Extra subscription on there. You can get the free show through an iTunes or an Apple podcast link on there. Um, and then if you really feel like it, go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan and, uh, you know, become a patron. Help us out. We've been doing this for 14 years. We, we would like to keep doing it. So that's it. Now, Amy, why should people do all those things that Joe just asked us to do? Why should they? Because if they like fun, if they like to be entertained, if they like yeah. to uh, have someone to talk about wrestling with, yep. um, that this is the way to do it. You know, something that I did not mention is that I've been email, or maybe I did. I, I've been emailing into you guys for years and years, and like yeah. you know, I, I think only one time you didn't read my email. And, uh, you know, so I, I think it's one of those deals where, and it was probably a bad email because I do send those on occasion. But, um, you know, if you guys are interested in getting some input in, I know that every wrestling fan has opinions. They have things they want to tell people. Um, you know, smart wrestling fan is a great way to kind of, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, um, sorry to interrupt, but yes, our interaction, the interactivity, the interaction level with us and the fans or the listeners are, is high. So you can email in and we'll, we'll like 99% of the time or more, we're going to read your email. You can, now you, you get one email. That's it. One. 99% right. of the time, we're going to talk back to you. It's not, we're not some corporate machine that's going to ignore you. Most of the time, we're going to interact with you. <laughs> Unless you're interested in an interview, in which case it, that well, email case, is which, gone. It takes forever. I'm not saying okay. that it's not going to happen because look, I, it happens, but I'm I saying, ha- I, well, I had to go, I had to go behind your fuck hole to get it done. So, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, but, uh, anyway, so, um, you know, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I, I can't thank you enough for all you've done for me. Uh, you know, you guys may not think you've done anything for me, but you have quite a bit. And, uh, you've helped me through some hard times and I don't go into shit like that, but, uh, I, I, I really, it, you know, thank you guys for everything. I really, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you guys love me and you love the road home from wrestling, you are going to love a uh, smart wrestling fan. And you probably will hear a few jokes that we stole from them at some point, but, uh, you know, but anyway, uh, they have so many great jokes. How can you not steal them? You know, but, uh, but anyway, so guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks, Paco. Thank you. But the grumpkins very mean to them on Every day they tease, try to catch and squeeze. So back up in the trees, go them on